Today I'm going to be talking about ministries. Not only the ministry at radio and also different multimedia, but also personal ministry. On the weekend edition of Truth to Ponder. This is Truth to Ponder with Bob Bierman. Well, thanks for tuning in to the weekend edition of Truth to Ponder. This is Jim Calhoun sitting in for Bob Bierman today. And we're going to let Bob Bierman's voice heal up a bit. And he will be back soon at full strength. And we all look forward to that. Well, today I'm going to be talking about something a little different than I normally talk about. And I have to say, personally, that's a good thing. Because I've been talking about problems most every time I get on Truth to Ponder. I talk about these elephants in the room that just need to be talked about. But today... I'm going to talk about ministry. And I really do believe that ministry is the answer to some of the questions we may have, like, is the world ever going to return back to anything near normal ever? The answer, ministry. Is all the craziness in the world ever going to end? The answer, ministry. And when I'm talking about ministry, I'm talking about personal ministry in this part of the show. The second half of Truth to Ponder, I'm going to be talking about helping Bob Bierman grow his ministry. But the first half, I'm going to be talking about your ministry. You might say, well, I don't have a ministry. Well, I have to disagree with you. If you're a Christian, you have a ministry. Because the Bible clearly says that we're to spread the good news to the entire world. And so, therefore, you're called to spread the good news of Christ. So whether you realize it or not, you do have a ministry. And if you're one of those that are like many, that you don't like the direction that everything's going, you don't like to see the decay, you don't like to see your God mocked, you don't want to see God's children being treated the way they are, you don't like the direction that the world is going in, I just have to say that if you're one of those that are complaining about it, This is something that you can actually do about all of these problems that will have a profound effect. And when I'm talking about personal ministry, I'm not talking about a prison ministry or I'm not talking about anything that's going to take up a lot of time or you're going to spend money on and have a staff. And I'm not talking about that kind of ministry. I'm talking about a simple ministry of one-on-one to where if someone asks you, Where you get your strength, you tell them. You tell them that you get your strength from Almighty God. You can help lead people to salvation. There are things that you can do on a one-on-one basis that can really change people's lives. And by changing people's lives, you're helping make the world a better place. And until Jesus comes, we're stuck with this world as we have it right now. But it can be made better because we've sat back for so many years and let the minions of Satan, who have their satanic ministry, we've allowed them just to come in and just run roughshod over us. So it's time for us to put on our full armor of God, and we need to get active with our ministry. And so I'm going to talk about ways that you can have a ministry that you might not have thought about. If you're handicapped or if you're homebound, you can still have a ministry because everywhere you look in this world we live in, you can see a need. In every group of people you see, 
you see despair and loneliness. You see people that have needs everywhere, and you see a world that is in dire need of Jesus. You see a world that is actually just really going down the drain really fast. And yes, you can make a difference, and I can make a difference. Now, I started my radio show, The Living Off-Grid Power and Information Show, and I didn't start that as a ministry. But I've had dozens of listeners contact me and thank me for my ministry. And when I told them, well, I really didn't consider it a ministry, I was really put straight. Yes, it is a ministry. And they've opened my eyes that, yes, it is. And, of course, Truth to Ponder definitely is a ministry. And Bob Bierman is an excellent pastor. And he's got the training and also the great ideas to take a ministry to new heights and to reach more people. And again, that's the second half of the show. But what can you do with your ministry? Well, your ministry could be just simply volunteering. Your ministry could be simply giving someone a smile or maybe an encouraging word. Your ministry could be so subtle, but yet be so effective. And there are many prayer warriors out there. There are many people that truly know how to pray. And that could be a ministry, prayer chains or individual prayers. While some people would feel like they have to feed the hungry and and clothe people and give them material goods, that's a ministry too. But everything that you do is a ministry. Because we live in a world right now where, unfortunately, the unbelievers are the ones that have never experienced Christ or never experienced anything to do with the good news. They outnumber the people that are Christians right now. And if you want to look at it further and weed out the ones that are Christian in name only, the ones that actually do stand up for God, the ones that actually, the ones that are actually saved, that's an even smaller group. But every action that you do will have a profound effect. And you never know how you're going to touch somebody. And you also never know how you're going to be blessed by another person that has a personal ministry that you'll undoubtedly run into if you're out there talking to people. And I'm not saying make a point to go out and just start bothering people and asking them, are you saved? Turn or burn. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about true humanitarian friendship. I'm talking about true caring. If you see someone with a need, you help them with the need. And if they say thank you, you can say, well, you can thank me, but you need to thank my Heavenly Father because he's the one that put it on my heart to come help you today. There are so many subtle ways that you can let people know where your strength comes from, where your power comes from. And right now, this world is so just absolutely in a deficit of true caring. And there's very few people of character. And I have to say that since there's so few believers out there that are true believers, that are not Christian in name only, but practicing Christians, that if someone watches you and your actions and sees what you do and hears what you say, you might be the only connection with Jesus that they've ever had in their life or possibly may ever will have. So if you live your life as you should, a life of victory. Now, I know that that may sound odd in the times we live in. 
how can you live in victory when you're going and paying $40 a bag for groceries at the grocery store? Well, simple, because we have the blood of Jesus. Every problem that you can tell me that you have is taken care of by the blood of Jesus. If you are born again and a child of God, then if you look at the big picture, you're victorious. You're already victorious, so you can live in a spirit of victory. I'm not saying live in a spirit of haughtiness or of mocking anybody or trying to be all high and mighty, because that's phony. But I'm talking about just rubber meets the road. Be honest in your dealings. Treat people with love and respect. Truly care about people and truly care about their needs. And in a world of phoniness, your sincerity will be like a breath of fresh air, and it will get noticed. And in that way, you can share the source of your strength. And one thing could lead to another, and possibly you can lead someone to salvation. Possibly you might keep someone from doing something horrible like committing suicide. When you're obedient to God and follow where God is leading you, you really don't know the full extent of the good that you're actually doing. And you're not doing a ministry for accolades and you don't want a pat on the back. That's not why you're doing it. You're doing it out of obedience to God. You're doing it out of love for your fellow man. You're doing it for just the sheer goodness of doing it. Everywhere you look, there's evil and there's just bad. And how can you counteract all of this bad with all this good? You know, the people that listen to Truth to Ponder, I really truly believe are very good people, by and large. And think of all of the good that we can do as individuals. Now we're all scattered all over the globe. And the people that listen to Truth to Ponder that feel that Bob Bierman is their pastor, which is a lot of people, you'll never sit in a congregation with these people. You'll never meet your fellow brothers and sisters that sit and listen to Bob Bierman. But yet there's power. There's power in what Bob Bierman says. There's power in his ministry. And you can take that power, that part of the power that you get from Bob's ministry, and use it for your personal ministry. I know some people hand out Bibles. Some people volunteer at soup kitchens. Some people volunteer at, some people work at these recycle shops that the proceeds go to the needy. There's so many things that you can do that are physical. But it's the mental things that mean just as much, if not more. It's the prayer that you can say for certain people. And I'm not talking about going through the motions prayer. I'm talking about real honest-to-goodness prayer. Prayer with expectations that's going to be heard. It's not like having a piece of paper saying, God, I pray over every name on this paper. I'm not talking about that kind of prayer. I'm talking about a ministry that truly cares for their fellow man. Right now we're seeing so much evil that mankind is doing so much evil to mankind. And we're spending more money on killing people than we are feeding people. That's just sickening. When we look at the state that the world is in, then you see who's running it. Ultimately, it's Satan. But all of these minions that Satan has that he's put in as puppets 
on all these governments all over the world, I think every government's just reprobate. And it doesn't make sense that all of us good people out here are doing nothing. And so one of the things that we can do is fulfill our obligation of spreading the good news of the gospel. Even if your ministry is just one person a week or one person a month, it doesn't matter. It's not a competition. But if we're all pulling together, of course, we're pulling in different ways for different people for different reasons. But ultimately, the reason is to advance the kingdom of God. But I'm talking about the subtle, small reasons. But the big reason is obvious. We're doing it for the kingdom of God. If we would all take our ministry seriously, which we should, think of all the good that we can do as a group of listeners to a radio show. And the good that we would do wouldn't have to necessarily stop with the one person we may help, because that person may in turn pass it on and help the next person. We as believers can make things snowball a little bit towards the good. And am I saying that we can defeat Satan and his minions? Well, not without the help of Almighty God, but you have to remember in the end, Satan is thrown into a pit. Satan loses. And so you want to be on the winning team. And I say the word team, and I say it loosely, but everyone that has a personal ministry, we're all on the same team. We're doing different things in different places for different people. But the outcome we're seeking is very similar, if not the same thing. And I know lots of people are shy or they don't want to be rejected. But in United States and Canada and most of the Western world, you're not going to be physically harmed or killed for preaching the good news or by just having a ministry of some sort. But there are countries all over the world, I'm afraid to say, that will kill you if they even know you're Christian. And so don't let this fact that you don't want to be rejected stop you. Because there are people that are absolutely risking their lives worldwide to advance the kingdom of God. And you feel a little uncomfortable, so you're not going to do it. That really doesn't make a lot of sense for me. And, and honestly, the way I look at things, I think, and honestly, the way I look at things, it would be hard for me. I'm speaking for me personally. But if I was doing nothing because I didn't want to be rejected, I don't think that would set very well with my Heavenly Father because I really don't think that would really go over too great with my Heavenly Father if I was neglecting what He wanted me to do. It shouldn't be like we're commanded to do it, so we have to do it, because that's really not the spirit that all of that is meant. When you're spreading the good news, you're spreading something good. If you're spreading bad news, well, I can see people dragging their feet. But something joyous, something good, and we're keeping it to ourselves, and we're allowing these people with the death cults and the people with the drug cults and the transgenders and all these reprobates and all these satanic people and these insane people, we're allowing them to push their agenda, and they're pushing it hard. But yet we don't want to feel uncomfortable because this person might say, no, I'm not interested, go away really doesn't make a lot of sense. So we have to be pretty firm in our conviction that we're actually going to do what God is calling us to do. 
Now you might say, well, God has never called me to do anything. Well, to that, I'd have to say you're probably just not listening. Because I really truly believe that every child of God does hear from their father. Now, sometimes it's so subtle, you don't hardly know it. So you have to really tune yourself in. But sometimes you'll hear from God through another person. Sometimes you might hear from God from an old book or something that you're supposed to see or hear at that time. Over the years, I've learned how God speaks to me. And so I've learned how to listen. But I have to tell you, it took me a long time. And still there are times I don't listen. And so God has to tell me again in a different way. But we have to stay in tune with what God wants us to do and also what God needs us to do. Now, I know God is all-powerful and anything that he wants done can be done just by a spoken word. But you kind of miss the point there because God put us on this earth for a reason. He didn't put us on this earth so he could babysit us. He put us on this earth so we could learn and grow, and also to fulfill the tasks that he asks us to do. And honestly, God has never asked us to do that much. Not really. He asked Adam and Eve not to eat of that tree. That's all he asked them. But what did they do? They ate of that tree. And there's many examples of God giving people simple tasks that they simply didn't want to do. Like Jonah, Jonah was told to go to Nineveh. So what did he do? He went the other way. And I do believe that that was chronicled in the Bible as a lesson to us that when God wants us to do something, even if we resist, God is going to make sure that it gets done. So I think that we all need to be willing servants of God. And also, I do believe we're put on this earth at this time for a reason, any purpose. And I think that there's as many ways of having a ministry as there are people. I know that even if you're bedridden, you can still do the most important thing that anyone can do, and that's pray. And we do need prayer ministries. We need ministries to the homeless. We need ministries everywhere. I guess that's the reason that I decided to do this topic today, is that that's all I talk about on Truth to Ponder are problems. And as Christians, we have the answers. We really do. So why aren't we sharing the answers we have? Why are we just complaining that we don't like how things are going? We don't like this direction. We wish things would get back to normal. But yet, what are you doing? And what am I doing to get things back to normal? It's almost like sitting in front of a wood-burning stove and not putting any wood in it and cursing the stove because it's cold. You know, we have to put wood in it, light the fire. Then we'll get all the heat we need. And for us to sit back and curse the world for being so evil, while we're not spreading good to counteract that evil, well, that's kind of silly. And the only way we're going to defeat evil, ultimately, is through Almighty God, as Satan is thrown in the pit, and God's kingdom is established here on earth. But I'm talking about before that happens. The only thing we can do is try to match all the evil with even more good. And there are so many good people that live in the world. There's so many good men. There's so many good women. It's said that evil men triumph because good men do nothing. 
you think of all the millions of good people that are now doing nothing, if each of them would do something, think of the impact that would have. That would be absolutely amazing. And there are some people that are going to hear this broadcast that won't do anything about it, and I'm sorry for that. And there are other people on the other end of the spectrum that will start a ministry that will make differences in thousands of people's lives. And to that, I say that's a great thing. But on this half of Truth to Ponder, I really want to talk about the small, little, subtle ministries that we all have, whether it be smiling at a child or helping at a daycare or mentoring someone or cooking meals for a shut-in. There's so many things that could happen that we can do to bless people. And we don't have to preach at them. We don't have to tell them anything. Let them ask. If you have an elderly person that's shut in, and several times a week you take them over food, they're going to thank you. And they'll be receptive to what you have to say because they'll be so grateful. And I will add here that you need to be tactful. You can't go in and just bully people. That's no good. But if you just tell them where you get your strength from, let them ask the questions. Give them simple, straightforward answers. Don't try to push them any direction. Lead them. Don't push them. But the main thing you have to do is serve your fellow man. And by doing this in charity, you're actually serving God. And I will add here that you don't want to do this for gain or fame or it's not about you. It's all about our Heavenly Father and Him giving us life on this planet at this moment, so we can make a difference. That's what it's all about. It's all about being obedient. It's all about understanding who you are and why you are, where you are, when you are, if that makes any sense. But God has you here for a reason. And also, and we're all charged with spreading the good news to the world. And so I would say, consider starting a ministry, but as I stated before, you already have one. So I will say this, consider being serious about what God has asked you to do. Please be in prayer, very serious prayer, and ask God where you're needed and what he wants you to do. And there are so many things and people and places that need good Christian people. And there are so many situations out there that evil is just running, just roughshod, where we could step in with some good and counteract that and make just wonderful differences, not only in people's individual lives, but possibly worldwide. They say that a journey of a thousand miles starts with a single step. And so that's where I'm at right now is I want you to take that single step. And whether you have a quote-unquote true ministry and grow it to big things, or you just keep it a very subtle and quiet ministry, nobody needs to even know that you have a ministry. Just do it. Just take care of it. You see a need, you take care of it. It's like if you see a leaking water pipe, you plug the hole. If you see a fire, you throw some water on it. So you do that same thing with your ministry. You see a need, you fill it. Simple as that. I hope that the right people heard and understood what I was talking about. 
And if God has been putting it on your heart to do more and add more good into this world, then by all means, listen to your Father and do what He says. You'll not only bless others, you'll be blessed yourself. But again, you don't want to do it for self-blessings. You want to do it out of obedience and for love of your fellow man. I really do feel that you could make a difference. I really do. And my radio show is making a difference. And I hope that what I do is making a difference. But I want to encourage you to be bold and step out on the sea. Step out on faith. Be in prayer and just leave it to God. If you're working for the kingdom of God, God will not abandon you. He'll be right there with you every step of the way. So just keep everything real. Keep everything biblically based and scriptural. Keep everything honest and true. And go out and represent your Lord and Savior. And show the world the light that shines within you. Because the world's very dark and it needs that light. And before I go on break, I'd like you to consider donating to Truth to Ponder to keep this ministry on the air. So if you enjoy this ministry and want to be a part of this ministry, it's very easy to do. All you have to do is go to the website, which is truth, the number two, ponder.com, and click on the support tab. After you click on the support tab, it'll and it'll tell you how to donate through a Christian crowdfunding site called Give, Send, Go. And that's the fastest and easiest way to donate to Truth to Ponder. But if you'd like to do it old school by mail, you could send a check or money order, and you would write the check out to Ancient Word Radio, and you would mail to Truth to Ponder, P.O. Box 510, P.O. Box 510, Chill Howie, C H I L H O W I E, Chill Howie, Virginia. And the zip code is 24319. That's 24319. And your donations are greatly appreciated. And all of your donations go directly to the ministry. And on the second half of the program, I'm going to talk about the ministry that Bob Bierman has. Not only Truth to Ponder, but other things that Bob Bierman does. His one-on-one ministry, his pastoring churches. He has an awful lot on his plate. And I'll be talking about that real soon. And again, I want to thank everyone for tuning in to today's edition of Truth to Ponder. I really do appreciate it. I'm going to take a short break. And after that, we'll come back and I'll talk about helping Bob Bierman. This is Truth to Ponder with Bob Bierman. No in at the room. Shalom Aleichem. This is Jonathan Kahn, the nice Jewish boy. Your Jewish connection bringing you the riches of your Jewish roots in Jesus. Now get your pen out as fast as you can so you don't miss out on receiving a special free gift you're really going to love in a moment. Now, it's often hard to get away with the Lord. So many things distract us, events and busyness and our work and people and details and the media. 
2,000 years in Bethlehem, the place to be, it seemed, was the inn. I mean, that the inn was the place that was filled with people. There was no room. You know, it was a place where business could take place or people stopped, social events, a lot happening. That's where it was at, the inn. It was in to be at the inn. The manger was outside the inn. It wasn't in. It was out. And yet, the manger was nothing then, not the place to be. But today, there are no inn scenes. There are no scenes about the inn today. Nobody's interested in the inn. Everybody's interested in the manger. You see beautiful scenes about the manger, but there's no inn at the room. <laughs> Back then, there was no room at the inn. Now there's no inn at the room. There's no, you see, in the end, it's not the inn things that are that are going to be where God's at. You know, the busyness, the all that stuff, the things that distract us, the, the people, business, the culture, the internet, television, the pull of your job, the pull of all that stuff. That seems like it's the inn place, but in the end, it's not going to be in. The only inn place is going to be where Messiah's presence is, where God's presence is. You see, the other stuff is going to be empty, forgotten. And the only thing that's going to matter is you being alone with the Lord, you being in God's presence. That's it. Just like Jer- Joseph and Mary. That's it. Get out of the inn. Get into the manger, into the quiet with God, because there's no room at the inn. But in the manger is the presence of God. Want more? Ask for the manger people on CD. Now, the free gift for you, the most incredible, awesome, (laughs) the mystery, the temple doors on CD. You'll love it. Guaranteed to give you the power of living a victorious life in God. Sapphire's free gift subscription. So you're going to get a CD plus a free gift subscription, all free. How do you get it? Just write down Jesus' real Hebrew name, Yeshua, and call it. Just call 1-800-YESHUA1, Yeshua1, for your free gifts. You will be blessed, but call now, 1-800-YESHUA1. Now, my friend, you're on this earth for a great purpose, to be a blessing. I invite you to join me and bring the greatest blessing to the unreached peoples of the world. Imagine you could blanket the planet with salvation, the farthest way you'll ever touch the world for the gospel through shortwave radio. It's amazing. Just call 1-800-YESHUA1. That's Y-E-S-H-U-A-1. Or write me direct. Here's how. It's right to the nice Jewish boy at box 1111, Lodi, L-O-D-I, New Jersey, 07644. That's box 1111, Lodi, New Jersey, 07644. And you can visit us at hopeoftheworld.com. Until next time, this is Jonathan Kahn saying, Shalom Anachem, get out of the inn, get into the Lord in Messiah Adon Olam, the Lord of all. This is Truth to Ponder with Bob Bierman. Welcome back to the second half of the weekend edition of Truth to Ponder. I'm your host, Jim Calhoun, sitting in for Bob Bierman today, and I really do appreciate you tuning in. And this show is all about ministry. And the first half, I was talking about the different ways that we can all personally have and grow our own ministry because we're all charged to spread the good news of the gospel. And when we're talking about places that need ministry, just look around. It's so evident when you look at just the disasters that are happening all over the world, but but let's get a little closer to home. When you look at the horrible chemical, I would consider it an attack. Some people think it's an accident, but the more I study and the more I hear other people that are on the ground there and seeing the lack of response from any government official that I would say what happened in East Palestine, Ohio, was a chemical attack. And think of the opportunities to minister to those people. 
that has to be one of the most traumatic things that could ever happen to you when you live in a small town in the Midwest where everybody kind of knows everybody else and everyone just kind of does their thing. Then through no fault of your own, not only is your life turned upside down, but the town that you live in, that you love, maybe that you grew up in, is now a toxic wasteland that possibly might take generations to clean up. Think of the possibilities with a really small ministry, such as a lonely neighbor or someone who just lost their spouse or another loved one. Think about the ministry that is out there to minister to the helpless and the hopeless and the drug addicted. Think about the people that just need some encouragement and also some people out there that just need a good old-fashioned friend. There is so many ways that ministry is so important right now. And as I look at the news, every day we have another disaster that's happening in this country. And then if you want to look worldwide, it's just astounding. All of the evil that's happening all over the planet right now. And I really do think that the way we combat this evil is to match every evil deed with a good deed. And ultimately, we need to do more good deeds than what the evil people do evil deeds. And we can make the world a better place. I think the only thing that's going to actually quote-unquote fix this world is the return of Jesus Christ. But I think that if enough of us do our part to make this world a better place, then we can kind of put the brakes on how fast our society is deteriorating. And then when you see the shape that our young people are in due to the indoctrination and I'm just going to have to call it as I see it, the horrible parenting that is going on with a whole generation of our young kids that are young parents. I'm not saying all of them are bad, but I know even the young parents I talk to, they tell me how bad the other kids' parents are, that they seem to be the only ones that are trying to make their kids behave, and so forth and so on. And so there's a ministry out there to young people, just as a mentor, or as an older friend, or, maybe better yet, just be a good example for what life can be. Now I said the second half of the show is going to be dedicated to Bob Bierman's ministry, and I'm going to get there in just a minute. I just wanted to point out that we do have an opportunity to do something good in this world. And if all we do is sit back and complain, well, we're just going to have a world full of complainers. And I think that there's enough complainers on the other side that are complaining about you and complaining about me, that us complaining about them is just a big stalemate and nothing gets done. I really think that the people that listen to Truth to Ponder and also the generation that would listen to this show primarily, we have a pretty good work ethic. Most of us know how to roll up our sleeves and go to work and get something done. And I really think that as a group, we should have a goal of making the world a better place just because we were here. Maybe that's all we can do in this life is leave this world a little better than we found it. But I have to be honest with you. When I came into the world, way back in the Stone Age, this world was a bad place. But it wasn't so demonic. It wasn't as bad as it is now. And so, I'm going to leave this world worse off than when I was born. 
And that doesn't make me feel too good, but it also spurns me on to try to do my part or maybe do more than my part to help try to balance the scale a bit. I know that Satan has his ministries and they promote everywhere 24-7. And so I think that's another ministry that should not be overlooked and that's ministering to small children. Because right now our small children have targets on them. And I really think that we're going to have a whole generation of children grow up not trusting anyone that's an adult because of what the adults are that are either trying to do to them or are already or are doing it to them already. And so there's an awful lot of room for ministry everywhere. But what about Bob Bierman? Well, this is his show, and so I guess we can talk about him. And I want to tell you right now that Bob Bierman did not ask me to come and make a program about his ministry, but God has put it on my heart, and so here it is. It's my opinion that right now, God is lifting up certain people, giving certain people certain tasks. I think that we're on the verge of hitting some really hard times. The road's going to be rocky and rough, and we're going to need people that are sane, rational, reasonable, that have wisdom, that have intelligence, that know how to get things done, but most important, that they have a heart for God. And Bob Bierman definitely hits all those points, and then some. So what I'm trying to say is that I think Bob Bierman is on a mission from God. Matter of fact, I think we're all on missions from God. That was the first half of the show. But we're talking about Bob Bierman. I truly believe that God is putting a fire in his heart for ministry and for helping people and for being there in times of need because I think Bob has recognized that he has the ability to do things that are needed right now. And that's what got him out of retirement. Ultimately, I think God is the one that got him out of retirement to put him on the front lines for this time period. Now, when I'm saying put him on the front lines, I'm not meaning making him this big celebrity. I'm talking about the right man at the right place at the right time. Whether that be ministering one-on-one, whether that be a word of encouragement, whether that be a radio program, or possibly video, and the other things that Bob Bierman has talked about. So Bob Bierman's ministry encompasses everything from being one-on-one and praying with someone, right on up to his mass communication skills on the radio. And I believe that God has put some things in his heart that are going to grow his ministry. And while I say it's Bob's ministry, all the ministries belong to God. We're all just his servants in the ministry. And I think that's the thing I could say about Bob Bierman that is most impressive. He's got a servant's heart, very much so. He has a pastor's heart. He has a heart for God. He has the right heart and the right skills and the right mindset and intelligence that we need to get behind. And so that's why I'm setting in for Bob Bierman on Truth to Ponder is because I believe in Bob Bierman. But honestly, it's not Bob Bierman that's my focus. 
nor should it be. It's Almighty God. I see the work that God is doing through Bob Bierman. And so in my helping Bob Bierman, I'm being obedient to God. Now, that doesn't mean that God has put it on everyone's heart that they have to help Bob Bierman in his ministry. And so don't think that I'm trying to say that because I'm not. But I am going to say this. I want you to pray about this. And if God puts it on your heart, I want you to consider doing several things to help God build his ministry through Bob Bierman. And of course, there's always the financial aspect. And so I'm going to get that out of the way first. People don't really understand as they listen to these shows that there is such a small percentage that actually donates. I know that Bob Bierman spends thousands of dollars buying airtime. I do as well. But Bob Bierman has a daily show. I have two weekly shows. Big difference in how much money goes out. And Bob Bierman is trying to expand. And every dime he gets goes into the ministry. It doesn't go into his pocket. And he wants to expand the reach of this radio show. And that's one of the first things he wants to do. And there are other very powerful stations that if it fits his budget, Bob Bierman will buy airtime. And this show will reach multitudes more than it's reaching right now. And so I would ask that you consider donating to Truth to Ponder. Now, like I say, only a handful of people really donate. I don't know what the percentage is, but it's less than 1% of the listeners actually send anything in. But if everyone hearing this broadcast would just send a dollar or five dollars, and you can do that real easy on his website through Give, Send, Go. And if everyone would just do that, all of a sudden the funds would be available for Bob to expand this growing ministry. And there's others out there that could donate substantial amounts of money if God puts it on their heart. And so the first thing I'm going to ask is that you pray about sending a financial gift to keep truth to ponder on the air and also to help it grow. And I'm just going to assume that you like the program and you get something from Truth to Ponder. That's why you tune in every day. And I know Bob Behrman always gives 100% on everything he does. And you're not investing in Bob Behrman, and you're not investing in Bob Behrman's ministry. You're helping grow the kingdom of God. That is the way I look at it. If I would tell you folks how many hours I've spent in recording, editing, and getting the shows sent out just to help Bob, I've spent many, many hours, many more hours than you know. But I'm not complaining because I'm helping further God's work here on earth. And so every second that I help Bob Bierman is precious to me. And so if you have that same spirit, that if you give time, if you give to this ministry, whether it be financial, whether it be financial or another means, it needs to be with that spirit that you are so thankful that you're able to contribute to helping spread the gospel to a very dark world. And I'll be telling you at the end of the program how to donate to Truth to Ponder. 
But there's also very important things that you can do to help Bob Bierman. You can send him an email at bob at truthtoponder.com. Now, why would you send him an email? Well, first of all, Bob Bierman needs to have our encouragement. Just let him know that you're listening. That simple act of kindness will go a long way to help recharge Bob Bierman. Remember, he just got through with major surgery. And from what I've heard since he's been back, the few shows he's been able to do with his voice, Bob Bierman's on fire. And I think that that's absolutely awesome. And I think he needs to be held up. We need to lift him up. And we need to stand the gap for Bob Bierman. Because Bob Bierman could very easily just retire again. But that's not Bob Bierman, and he's not going to do that. God has given Bob Bierman a job to do. And I'm just asking all of us that listen to Truth to Ponder to help him with that job. So just a simple email to bob at truthtoponder.com telling him that you listen and also telling where you're hearing the show. If you're listening by podcast or on the radio, he needs to know that because Bob Bierman needs to be a good steward with the money that comes in to keep Truth to Ponder on the air. And he needs to really take care of the listeners. And the best way for him to do that is to know where you're listening from. Then he can put his finances and his time and his efforts in the right direction. So that simple act of kindness would be wonderful. So please do that. And another thing that would help advance the kingdom of God and spread the gospel through Bob Bierman in his ministry would be to give Bob your opinions of where you would like to see him go with the show and with his ministry. You might have a need out there that would really fit what Bob is trying to do, but maybe Bob hasn't been focused there. So maybe if you would just give him the information of what God is putting on your heart, then who knows? That might be something that will give Bob a whole other direction. I'm not saying that Bob is going to take every suggestion and do everything that everyone suggests, because nobody can do that. But we could invest some time and effort into this ministry and really help it grow and blossom. And isn't that what we want? Aren't we sick of this world and the darkness that is just covering this whole planet? Don't we want to spread some light? Well, I know for myself that I do. I want to spread light. I'm sick of the cold. I'm sick of the darkness. I'm sick of the lies and the deception. I'm ready for some good old-fashioned rubber-meets-the-road preaching and some good old-fashioned rubber-meets-the-road truth-telling and being there for one another. I'm really ready to help grow the kingdom of God in any way I can. And so far, the best way that I can help Bob is doing what I'm doing right now. But again, I have to emphasize, it's not helping Bob Bierman, which it is, but ultimately, I'm helping advance the kingdom of God. And that's my focal point. And I see that the Lord is doing great works with Bob Bierman. And it's not that I'm trying to ride his coattails. Nothing could be farther from the truth. I'm just a servant, and I'm here to help, period. And having people send in ideas for the ministry 
I think will really help Bob get an idea of exactly what he needs to do. Because if, let's just say, 50% of the people that send in ideas have roughly the same idea, well, then it's a no-brainer. Bob knows that that's the direction that the show needs to be going because that's where the people want to meet him at as far as like meeting in the middle of the road because then Bob will know best how to feed his sheep. That will give Bob a better idea how to serve you. And like I say, Bob Behrman does have a servant's heart. And so I think we should have a servant's heart and help Bob with his serving mankind right now. And let's not make any mistake about where Bob Behrman is as far as in the big scheme of things. No, he's not this big famous radio pastor. He's not a celebrity, nor does he want to be. Bob Behrman is a servant. That's what he wants to be. He's a pastor. And he is on fire for ministry. And he wants to spread the good news of Jesus Christ. I would have to say that Bob Behrman is as close to a, just a good old-fashioned, down-home, small-town preacher as you're going to find on the radio. But also, he understands the whole technology. And he understands the business of radio. And so that's where I see the big connection here that God has given Bob Bierman some gifts as far as electronically, as far as understanding the mechanics and the mathematics and just how it all works with radio. Now, why would God give him all this ability, plus the hunger he has, for spreading the good news of the gospel? Well, to me, that's obvious. Bob Bierman is more prepared to do what he's doing than anyone else that I can possibly imagine. So therefore, I think that your time spent contacting him or the money donated is very worthwhile because the time and money is going to go towards a man that is going to put that towards furthering the kingdom of God. And he'll know exactly where the money needs to go and how it needs to be used. I guess in a long way, I'm just saying he's a good steward. And I like to think of this audience, a truth to ponder, as being very intelligent. Because all of the emails that I've seen Bob get that he's forwarded to me, and also I've had several emails come through my account, come through my email accounts, that the audience that listens to this show are well above average as far as intelligence and intuition and as far as just good old-fashioned common sense and intelligence. This audience is pretty salty, and that's why I'm honored to be able to speak to this audience, because I really hold you and the audience in very high esteem. And with that said, I think that as a collective group, I think that we could do the ministry a whole lot of good just by helping Bob Bierman know which direction to go. Now, Bob Bierman does have some very good ideas. And God is definitely leading him in different directions that he wants him to go. And so any suggestion that you might give that's, that is not in line with where God is leading Bob Beerman right now, like I say, that suggestion most likely won't be acted upon. So it's probably not the suggestions themselves that are going to be the most important thing here. I think the most important thing is knowing where you want this ministry to be and telling Bob how you can be fed with this ministry. 
and I do believe that God will put it on people's hearts, that will really help Bob know which direction that God wants him to go. Now, why do I think this is so important? First of all, can you name another show that's like Truth to Ponder? Well, I can't. Now, there's lots of people I listen to. There's lots of people I like. But there's only one, Bob Bierman. And Bob Bierman brings a level of class and a level of just smoothness and intelligence that most shows don't have. And that would be Bob's personality, is what I'm trying to say, makes his show unique. But also his take on the news and how prayerful he is and careful he is. And you have to understand that Bob Behrman really takes what he does serious. He wants to feed all of his radio listeners with the information that they need. And he also wants to feed you spiritually. Now, this is just my opinion here. But God has put it in Bob's heart to grow the ministry, not necessarily grow the radio. Growing the ministry might mean growing the radio. But I want you to be prepared for some things that Bob Behrman is going to be announcing as things become final of just where he's heading this ministry. And I don't even know. You know as much as I know where Bob Behrman is taking things. But I've just let Bob know that I know that God is in control, and I know that wherever God leads Bob Behrman, I'm going to support Bob Behrman. But getting back to the importance of this show is probably two main things in my opinion, and that's knowing that you're going to get the truth, whether it's good news or bad news. On this show, you're going to get the truth, and I really appreciate that. And plus, another thing that God has really put it in my spirit is that Bob Bierman will likely be the last man standing if we have some sort of an EMP attack or we have situations just go really, really far downhill. That Bob Bierman, out of everyone that's broadcasting, no matter whether it be shortwave or AM and FM or wherever they're broadcasting, there's nobody on this end of the microphone that knows the business on the other end of the microphone all the way through from station management to building transmitters to taking care of antennas and towers and everything. Bob has a background in doing all of that. And I don't know anyone else in broadcasting that has the extensive knowledge that Bob Bierman has on organizational skills and production and the actual the voice you want to call it the talent behind the microphone as well as repairing transmitters or building them and so i think it's really important that we help bob beerman grow this ministry i know i probably sounded like a broken record on this part of truth to ponder i just want you to know just how important i think this is now, let's leave Bob Bierman out of this. How important are ministries? How important is your ministry? How important is Bob Bierman's ministry? How important is mine? In my opinion, every ministry is important. We all have our job to do. And I do believe 
that God is counting on us to do the job he put us on this earth to do. And I know that there are ministries out there that have given the word ministry a bad name. But truth to ponder is not one of those. I know that I've been around Christian broadcasting and broadcasters and televangelists and all of the whole ilk. And I know that there's some bad apples. There are people that the first thing they hear is if someone says, Oh, truth to ponder, Bob Behrman's a pastor. That they automatically go, Oh, no. They don't even want to tune in. I know that for a fact because I experienced that when I told someone they needed to listen to Truth to Ponder and I mentioned that Bob Behrman was a pastor. And that person thought, well, this is a red flag. And I have to say I agree. And as I've listened to different ministries, I've heard some things that were shocking, that didn't line up with God, that didn't line up with the Bible. Then in my opinion, there wasn't much of a ministry there. It was more for other purposes. But I can assure you that Bob Bierman's ministry is serving Almighty God and has a very, very vital function right now. In this time where we're getting lies and we're getting all sorts of just disinformation and we live in such a dark world that having Bob Bierman come on the radio and just hearing his nice, soothing voice knowing that whatever he says he's going to say from his heart and it's going to be well thought out and I'm going to wrap up my whole thoughts on just the ministry as far as all ministries in general right now the world needs Jesus more than ever and those of us that claim that Jesus is our personal Lord and Savior it's time for us to stand the gap for those people like Bob Bierman who are trying to make a difference. So please consider my words today. And I did say that I was going to give you an address and some information about donating to this ministry. It's very easy to do. Just go to the website, which is truth2ponder.com truth2ponder.com and click on the support tab. And you'll see a link right there to give, send, go. And that's where you can electronically donate to this ministry. But if you want to send it old school by mail, you could send a check or a money order. And you would write that out to Ancient Word Radio. Ancient Word Radio. And you would mail to Truth to Ponder, P.O. Box 510, P.O. Box 510, Chilhowie, C-H-I-L-H-O-W-I-E, Virginia. And the zip code is 24319. And your donations are very appreciated, as are your emails. And I do appreciate you tuning in today and listening. And so until next time, everyone, be safe, be bold, be vigilant. But most important of all, replace fear with faith. This has been Truth to Ponder with Bob Bierman. To find out more, visit our website, Truth, the number two, and the word ponder.com. That's Truth, the number two, ponder.com. Truth to Ponder, shining the light of truth in a darkening world.